Welcome, horror fans, and thank you for downloading the horror show. Sit back while your hosts, Sean and Joe, take you back in time to review your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies from yesteryear with their own twisted comedic view Your hosts will remind you why you loved or hated those classic horror movies and other horror-related events. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to The Horror Show! Welcome to the Horror Show. This is Sean. Uh, So we had recorded an episode and I was just editing it Monday, 9 o'clock p.m., three hours before it's to be released. And I realized uh, for some reason our audio was cutting in and out. I think it just affected the beginning though. So that's what this is. I'm re-recording it. So uh, this week we are talking about the Are You Afraid of the Dark classic, The Ghastly Grinner. And, uh, yeah, so now here's the rest of the episode. What a great show, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark was. I remember it, so many fond memories. I want to talk about it so much, but what our plan is, is we're going to talk about the Ghastly Grinner today, just strictly the Ghastly Grinner, and then next week I think we're going to do two more episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark and really get into the show okay? and our memories and things like that. But let's talk about the Ghastly Grinner you know, you were the one that recommended this, yeah. And I didn't think I remembered this episode until I saw that the Ghastly Grinner's face, and it came back like yesterday. I was like, oh, "Oh shit!" I remember watching this. Yeah, I remember watching this live for sure, a hundred percent. Ghastly Grinner, I thought you recommended. No, that was you. Okay. Well, I I, <laughs> I know I definitely cemented it, but I thought you picked up. There's another one that has a similar title. I pe- wait, I, I picked out one? No. you. When we first started talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark, <laughs> you, you mentioned an episode, and I was like, oh, yeah. No, like, it was the Gilbert Godfrey one. <laughs> I don't know the name of it. I don't. I, I just I, remember I, him being loud. Yeah, he, he, did, well, he had a radio station. Well, yeah, what else is new? <laughs> uh, so, oh, wait, side note. When I met Gilbert a couple weeks ago, he was yeah. the quietest human being ever. You, dude, you could barely hear him talk. That's so weird. This is insane. Like whispered to you. Also, you're going to hear me drinking my iced coffee, and I'm not going to edit it out. We're doing no editing, so this better be the best fucking episode, because I usually spend a lot of time editing episodes, so this might be a little rough around the edges. So let's just hop into this episode, and uh, so we get the iconic... Oh, and by the way, I got to say something. The Are You Afraid of the Dark outro music 
is like some of the best music of all time. And I think I am stealing it for our outro. Okay. Music. I'm okay with it. It's so good. It is. It's so good. And the intro, dude. Yeah. It's fantastic. And the intro with the swings swinging. Well, the intro I want to talk about so bad, but I also want to save it for the next episode. But that intro. It's great. Dude, like. It's so moody. Like I, I, it is. It sets the atmospheric. Mood. Yeah, atmospheric. Yeah. As a kid, that's like, all right, sit your ass down. No more getting up. No more lights on. It's time to scare the shit out of like probably a younger kid because it wasn't all that scary. No, I actually didn't enjoy this as much as I thought I would. But this one is definitely not one of their scarier ones. This is more, I guess, Twilight Zone ish style. They had some real. I think they had some pretty scary ones. Well, I, I will say. While I didn't enjoy this being a 30-year-old man, I, I think what, if I was like – when I was six or seven, I could see why I wouldn't enjoy it. When, when you put it that way, it makes complete <laughs> – yeah. Uh, 30-year-old men should probably not be reviewing Are You Afraid of the Dark? Or – Or being uh, scared me, by it. Like, yeah, oh, no. Uh, or I should also rephrase that. 30-year-old men should definitely be hosting a podcast dedicated strictly to Are You Afraid of the Dark? In, also true. So crazy. <laughs> Have you heard about that that podcast that is going minute by minute through the Star Wars movie? The Star Wars – I think they call it the Star Wars Minute. This is so funny. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, the, wait. They have an episode per minute? <laughs> yeah. Each each episode breaks down 60 seconds of Star Wars. <laughs> what is the name of this podcast? I think it's called the Star Wars Minute. All right. Well, you're going to hear me uh... – downloading this on my phone right now <laughs> um yeah look it up i i just heard about it it's I the stupidest was, thing i ever heard and it's I love the it. worst idea ever and that's probably why i thought about it when i said we should host a uh are you afraid of the dark it's almost as stupid as the uh the grown-ups 2 podcast where they they watch grown-ups 2 every day listen uh well so <laughs> let's just talk about that for a second the grown-ups 2 podcast i forget what that's called it's called like the worst the worst ever. the worst idea ever so worst idea yeah. ever or something it's these two Australian guys, and they watch Grown Ups 2 every week and, <laughs> and talk about it every week. And it's because their, – their reasoning is because it's the worst movie ever made. But it's made. not. It's not. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's going to grind on you after a while, but anything would. You could watch The Godfather yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, I know. For, and you would fucking hate The Godfather. You, yeah, you despise it. But that movie's not that bad. Shaq is hilarious in it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it, but – well. Me and my wife did. I, don't, I haven't even seen the first one. You, you haven't seen the first no. one? I did see the first one. <laughs> All I know is Rob Schneider was in the first one, and he was not in the second. Huh. They, they kicked his Is that ass a out. falling out? Yeah. This is the most off-topic we've ever is, we, we haven't talked about anything <laughs> We haven't got past the intro. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, yes, Ghastly Grinner. Um, awesome intro. <laughs> Classic intro. Iconic. We'll kind of get into it a little bit more but oh and for anyone that wants to watch these they're on amazon instant yeah uh, if you have a lot of them but not in any order whatsoever yeah it says season three but then it's like collection three or series yeah they do like volume and even their volumes are off from what because i think i even sent you a list of them and i was like broke them out into like what volume they were in and then on the instant it's completely different yeah because ghastly grinner was in volume one i was pretty sure and then online it was volume four so Fuck them. So the kids come, our, our midnight society comes in. Um, by the way, if you're a kid that age, are you hanging out in woods filled with smoke? Those woods are filled with some fog. 
Are you even hanging out in the woods that no, late? No, uh, my no. My parents would never be no, okay with that. It's pitch black. It's pitch black. And the age difference between some of them is so extreme. So extreme. One's like a, basically a, an so adult. That, and like That's something in this day and age that would get questioned heavily. Yeah. They would be like, mm, why are you hanging out with like a seven-year-old? <laughs> Telling him spooky stories. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we tell scary stories at night. Oh, well, okay. Well, that <laughs> makes sense, I guess. You're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sting um and the kids uh the have kids, a seat over there <laughs> and one of those guys is like 30 the guy with the glasses yeah i know that's what, that's what i was talking about he's actually a he's a problem they should have removed him <laughs> um so, so uh, the kids start out talking about comics uh one of them says what if comics were something the the, the way they spoke was so not even close to the way kids spoke. It was so awesome. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not picking this apart for realism, but it just cracks me up. Cause See, I almost want to – like <laughs> after, while I was watching it, I was like, I want to pick this apart so badly, but I just can't because I know it's made – the target audience is like seven-year-olds. This girl, this girl goes, what if comics were something more? A guidebook to another dimension. <laughs> what the fuck? Rod Sterling could have written that shit. Like what? Are you – some kid wrote that? No. 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 And the way they talk is so like Shakespearean almost. It's so <laughs> it's so uh just like theatrical. Like it's very it's yeah. very interesting. Um, How about that kid's look though, the main character? Could you find a more 90s looking kid? Okay, so that kid drives me nuts. My wife hates that kid, that actor. <laughs> Why? I didn't even look him up. He's in a lot of stuff from the 90s for sure. I I, I can't stand him either. One of the main reasons was, and I remember this from the first time I watched it, I was like, is that a girl? <laughs> he, that, that kid has not hit puberty. He's the He reminded me of that dude from Dazed and Confused that keeps yeah. rubbing his nose. Yeah. yeah Wiley yeah, Wiggins. Yeah. yeah, he is this is like the epitome of a nerd. But what <laughs> what cracks me up about this kid is he is like ten years old, maybe twelve years old, I'd say. <laughs> He's trying to submit his comic book portfolio to publish he's upset because he's he says he's gotten turned down by every publisher in the world he is tearing the artwork off of his walls like he's like (laughs) like he has no career ahead of him (laughs) you haven't even entered high school i don't think no no there's no way he entered high school (laughs) like that is crazy he's ripping all of his paintings off the wall but he gets a (laughs) and in all of his rejection letters he gets a, a notice telling him to Come down to the comic book shop. Very weird. I would have just thrown it out. Would you? If you're a 10 year old and you're trying to get it published? I guess. It's so weird, though. So he goes down, though. He meets this girl. All of this is like such flashbacks for me. Every piece of this. Once I see the girl, I'm like, oh my God. And then she starts calling him cakes. And I was like, holy shit. I remember this episode yeah. so vividly. Like, like so vividly, and it always drove me nuts. I want to say something about this girl, but I'm gonna wait to the end because her whole motive, like, ah, never mind. I'll, I'll save it for the end. Is backwards. I mean, we could have shortened this by a lot. By about, she kind of lets him destroy. But okay. yeah, like so. Let, yeah, let's get it. So okay, so. Whoa, just knocked my mic stand. Hope that doesn't make a noise because I'm not editing it out. Uh, so she somehow knows about his work, first of all. Yeah. Uh, which is 
weird. Um, and he's he's like, oh yeah, I've been turned down by every publisher, which cracks me up. But um, she says he's the next best thing to Sylvester Uncas, this great comic book artist. And he only drew one comic, and it was the Ghastly Grinner. Yeah, and uh, it was so scary. He like disappeared. Is <laughs> <laughs> essentially the story she tells him, which I'd be like, that makes no sense. Even at ten, I'd be like. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No. He was no. murdered or he left. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so she gives him this comic book of the Ghastly Grinner. One of a kind comic book. And yeah. Well, which she just gives to him. Which she just – and he's like, I don't have the money for this. And she's like, on the house. Yeah. It's opening – the grand openings. Now, as we go into this episode though, that, that proves to make absolutely no sense. <laughs> right? Like – her motive makes no sense. Listen, I, I I have a lot to say, but I'm going to wait till you go through this. Synopsis. You're going to wait? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. All right. So, we'll keep going then. Because, yeah, like you want to piece it together now because it's just like – it's just mind-boggling. <laughs> like I'm going to go through this now very angry. I wasn't angry about this before. Um, so, we go to the classroom. Uh, we, we skip ahead where the next day he's reading his Ghastly Grinner comic in the classroom the teacher finds him reading it, throws it in an aquarium. <laughs> what an asshole! Yeah, teacher. who does that? That is like the biggest. And how did the comic book even survive that? <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh, and the teacher is teaching people about microwaves. Dude, as an educator, if I took one of my students' stuff and threw it in an aquarium, I'd be in so much trouble. Um. You'd probably also be in trouble by creating what appears to be a homemade microwave <laughs> in front of the class and operating it, sending radio <laughs> waves, UV rays ever into everyone's brains. Yeah, that was it. Was like a plexiglass box. It was so stupid. I was so mad. And then they just exploded a hot dog. And he's like, "There you go, class. What happened? Like, what? What is the lesson? What are you trying to teach these people?" Um, so odd. So odd. So the kid ends up getting his comic book. He heads home. Uh, we kind of get uh, – I mean, I, I'm not even going to get into that. But he he puts – he decides – Well, decide, we meet his parents. I was, that's what I was going to talk about. And then I was like, it's so useless. Doofuses. It's so useless to even bring up. Because it's like this weird Matilda angle where he's kind of like smart. Um, and they hate – well, they don't like his work. Yeah. And they just sit in front of the TV and they're like, comics are garbage, but they're watching TV. Yeah, they rot your mind, but they're just shoving their faces with potato chips. Yeah, and it, it really doesn't fit in with the rest of the story at all. Did you say Matilda? Yeah. Man, I love that movie. That, that movie is awesome. <laughs> I think about that movie regularly and I just talked to my wife about it the other day. Cause I was like, what Matilda was the principal's name? Trunchbull? The, the, the Trunchbull. Remember when she swings a girl by the pigtails? <laughs> yeah. I, First of all, I liked the book when I was in school, but I liked the movie even more. Yeah, Danny DeVito is so great. I agreed. <laughs> such an asshole. He played such a good, horrible dad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's disgusting. Um, maybe that character is Frank from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> Matilda's dad. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the kid puts the comic in his own microwave because that makes a lot of sense. Because he figures that's how he'll dry it out. Right, right. Worst fucking plan I've ever heard. So just letting it dry out. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and uh, the microwave ends up exploding. He's on the f- he's on the phone with this um, nerdy girl from his class. Who repeats her name? Hooper Piccolo. Hooper One Piccolo. thousand times. <laughs> Hooper Piccolo from <laughs> science class. Uh, so the the microwave explodes, and he runs downstairs, and he just sees. <laughs> Like a cartoon cutout <laughs> of the ghastly Grinner's figure. Yeah, it's like when wall. Bugs Bunny runs real fast and just goes through the wall. I, I, and he's like, he's almost like, I don't know what happened here. <laughs> Granted, I mean, why would you think he came alive? But I'd be more concerned, like, I don't know. But there's a huge hole in your there's wall. A huge How are you going to explain that to your parents? Yeah, in the shape of this comic book character. So <laughs> something's clearly fucked up. Right. <laughs> really fucked up. Um, and now we learn that this Grinner is somehow, he's like sucking their souls and leaving them with nothing but like humor. Yeah. It's not the worst it, it, thing. No, it's not. But <laughs> they do like drool blue. They drew blue, blue. Which is terrifying. That, that imagery was pretty scary. If I were a kid, I don't think I was scared of this, but I mean, it's pretty scary. Their faces are all big. It's almost like a fisheye lens. Yeah. And the mom just like is laughing. Her eyes are all bugged. Yeah, yeah. Her eyes are bugged out and this blue shit is coming out of her mouth and their teeth are kind of green and purpley lips. And it, it it's a pretty disturbing image. Yeah. Um, but basically the Grinner has sucked the soul from them at that point. It's both of his parents are afflicted. And I don't think we said the Grinner in this looks pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, well, we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him yet. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he looks really good. Really good. He's pretty scary. You know what doesn't look good? The comic book art. <laughs> it looks like any person. Yeah, it's like a coloring that. book. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Uh, yeah, it's so bad. Um, but yeah, so so the kid runs out. He's, he knows something's up. He, he, he knows this grinner. He opens his comic book and starts putting it together. Like the comic is now telling his story. What's happening in his life. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hooper Piccolo, Piccolo, Piccolo comes up. <laughs> she, he, he basically, he basically just takes her under his wing for the time being just to complete this mission. It almost seems like, but they end up growing to be, be friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they decide they need to get to the comic shop. That this Grinner has now taken over her parents, and they get on the bus. This scene is the scariest. I was just scene gonna say it was the dopest time. scene in the whole show when his head t- turns around. So they're on this bus, and they're like, they're looking in the comic, and they're like, oh, and this is how they actually find out that her parents got taken, which I thought was a cool thing. Like, you see her parents meet his parents. And that's it. You don't see anything else. Well, they say, uh, come in and meet our Uncle Bob. Right, right. Like, oh, we, we don't have an Uncle Bob. Yeah. So. And so they're flipping through this comic. And this is how she discovers that they're also Grinners. Because now in the comic, they are. And then they see them on the bus. And then the next frame is the bus driver. They look up. The bus driver exorcists his head. Spins it around while he's still driving. <laughs> Blue stuff coming out. I don't even know if he says anything to him. or if he. Oh, no. He's probably just laughing. Even weirder though, they pull the to. They're like, "Oh shit!" They pull the emergency. Well, first, stop. first he's driving like a complete maniac. Like, is he trying oh, to crash that? Because he's not doing it. Why didn't he just crash it? Oh, he's yeah, swerving. Just, he he's just, like, "I can't find the best thing to crash into." There's houses and poles that he's passing, and he's just swerving lane to lane. It's like he wasn't trying to hurt him. He's trying, trying to scare to him a little. Make him car sick. Yeah, and they pull the emergency brake, 
And this is probably like knowing what we do about vehicle safety now. They pull the emergency brake and this dude, the bus driver's head, <laughs> hits the windshield, which knowing what I do know now, kills people. <laughs> like it's not like the glass breaks and goes into your brain. That's what kills you. That's blunt force trauma. <laughs> and not only that, but the kids run off the bus because the bus crashes or well, they hit the brakes. He hits it. And as they're running off the bus, this guy's having like a seizure and still laughing. Yeah. It looks like he's got brain damage, like he's dead. Yeah. It was, it was a great scene. It was awesome. It was so cool. <laughs> so cool. So they meet the comic book lady, and she basically says, Okay, so this is where <laughs> it gets really stupid, right? So even in my notes, I have this incorrect somehow. So she basically says, <laughs> Sylvester Uncas is my dad. Her dad, yeah. The Grinner took him. We need to get him back. I'm almost confident. In my notes, I write, you have to finish the comic yeah. in order to get him. Yet, he's like, I know what we need to do. We need more microwaves. <laughs> we need to get more microwaves. I was like, I think she said to finish the comic. So they go. They try to get bigger microwaves and kill the Grinner. Doesn't work at all. And they're like, oh, we have to finish the comic, I think. That is true. And can I backtrack for a second? Yeah. Because she's like, well, you brought him into this world by taking this comic. Oh, it, yeah. You mean, uh, well, I mean, this idiot microwaved it. Yeah, but like, uh, okay. I think so, her warning uh, should have been like, don't just read it. Why didn't she just, when she introduced himself, just be like, hey, my dad is this guy and he disappeared and you draw yeah. like him. Why don't you just finish this comic and see if it brings him back? Yeah. Instead of giving him the comic, letting this thing get loose and then being like, well, we got to figure out how to stop this guy. Yeah. It made awful. no sense. No, the whole thing makes. Yeah. Like she had to keep it a secret. Yeah. Just fucking tell him and the Grinner won't be out sucking people's souls. Right? No. Yeah. A hundred percent. This. <sighs> I didn't hate this though, but <laughs> but thinking about it this thoroughly, yeah. I mean, this is poorly written. <laughs> it made like uh, whatever. I mean, it just. I feel like there's loopholes you could have. <laughs> well, like I said in the beginning, I don't think they were like, man. I hope these uh, 35 year old dudes uh, don't pick this apart. I hope and think too hard. I about hope it. in I hope in 20 years, two 30 year old <laughs> men don't make fun of this. <laughs> don't try to make this. Don't try to point out our. Uh, Realistic <laughs> flaws, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So they, uh, so yeah. So they have to finish the comic. I, I mean, there, there's not a whole lot yeah, here. And, but in the meantime, the Grinner is grabbing. What's her name? Picker Pickerlo. Does, does he does he not grab her like three different times? Yeah, and and her soul doesn't get sucked. Oh, because she has no sense of humor. Is that why? No, I think it's just It just doesn't poor. make sense. Okay. <laughs> it's just poor. All right. It's just poor writing. It's I tried to a, defend it there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love how they take the uh, the comic book, the, her, the daughter, and, like, the kids aren't, like, concerned. You know, it cuts. It, it goes to, like, a cut scene, and he's, like, looking at, like, that crystal shard. Oh, like, what oh the yeah. Fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And, and so, <laughs> so we get a montage of... I don't even know that kid's name. Ethan? I don't know. Yeah, Ethan. Ethan's drawing. <laughs> this is my favorite scene. Ethan's, 
So they're like, okay, we got to finish this comic book after she already said that and they decided not to do that. And then they're like, oh shit, we got to finish this comic book. <laughs> so Ethan gets these, like those, they had like partial drawings of the final comic. Like she was like, my dad almost drew it, but then the Grinner got him. So he starts drawing him. And I, I'm re- the reason I laughed so hard was because they were partially finished. And a, when you're first watching this montage, he's literally just outlining everything in black. Yeah. I was like, right. Really? That's all you needed to do? Like, n- no one could have done that? You're just outlining his old comic? Uh, it was so stupid. <laughs> it was so stupid. But basically, Ethan writes a story. He 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 the grinner comes in and Ethan and him run into each other. Ethan's holding out the new comic book images and they disappear. They go into the Grinner's universe. Hooper picks up the comics and she sees Ethan has wrote himself into the comic. Man, this episode could have been so cool. Like, <laughs> like I honestly was like, oh, does Ethan like sacrifice himself in the comic? And I was like, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Like, that would be pretty dope. He wrote himself in as a superhero, and he's never going to be seen again. Yeah. Weird. And then they sell comics with, like, him or something like that. Yeah. 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 I thought it was going to be something like that. No. No. He comes back, unfortunately. Um, yeah. How does he come back? Do you... Oh. Because she takes that big oh, fucking eraser. Which they could have done from day from day. One. I know. <laughs> Just erase him. <laughs> yeah. The eraser that, that everyone has seen. That and then it explodes when she, when she erases his face. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, <laughs> oh, that ending was so stupid. Um, so yeah, so they, they end up just erasing the ghastly grinner from these drawings and that's, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Gone. Close. <laughs> and Sylvester's back. The daughter's back. Everyone's back. Everyone's fine. Um, <laughs> now my other favorite part is the parents, like, again, this is why it made no sense. The parents Matilda thing that they did. Um, it it didn't add up because there's no point to it. There's no point to it whatsoever. <laughs> and at the end, it, it, it we kind of jump to the future and we see his parents and they're all dressed up and they're saying, we knew Ethan had this talent all along. We always encouraged him. I was like, what's the payoff with that? And And, and we see that Ethan is now a world famous comic book artist at the age of 13 or yeah. whatever it is. So stupid. And and Hooper Piccolo is like his manager. Yeah. And they're both wearing all black. <laughs> so weird. But yeah, that parent thing made no sense. Just for that scene where they trash him and then the end where they fake bring him back. Yeah. There's no payoff there. You want Ethan to be like, go fuck yourself. There's no payoff for me anywhere in this. No, not really. I hope and I think we're going to find some better ones with our, with our episode next week or in two weeks, our yeah. next episode. I think I, I hope so. You know what? I think like the ghost story ones make more sense. This was like a big idea that they had to cram into 24 minutes and was nearly impossible. Yeah. How do you like this is a big story when you think about it with a lot of like right. intricacy. <laughs> it, it really is. It's a huge concept. Dude, sometimes I hate like like I'm always like I think of things I loved as a kid. And I'm like, man, I should watch that again. And, and then I go you're back disappointed. like I forget what TV channel did it, but uh, it was like three summers ago and they replayed all the Doug and they replayed all the uh, all that. And I was like, oh. I was the biggest all that fan in the world. I was like, fuck yes. Like <laughs> I'm gonna watch these. And I was watching it, I was like, this sucks. Uh Rocco's Modern Life did that to me. Yeah. Uh and I'm still not a hundred percent against it, but I was just like, this show is so goddamn stupid. Like 
it was the grocery shopping one, you know, where he goes grocery shopping. He's broke. It was like the weirdest episode. It's the weirdest show, period. But I watched that episode from beginning to end. I was like, this was the biggest waste of time of my life. Literally, I came out of that with nothing. Feeling nothing. (laughs) You know what's so weird is like, I don't know if like my brain is just stupid as a kid. I don't know if my brain is stupid because I will still laugh when somebody talks about like repairman smashing things or a bag and sack. Or a Walter the ear boy. Like I'll still laugh when somebody tells me about that. And then when I was watching it, it, I I didn't like smile. I was like, (laughs) this is funny. That's exactly right. Like that's the same thing with Rocco. Like. If I talk about Rocco, I'd probably laugh my ass off. Like, yeah, it makes was, no like, sense. Reminding me about all this, but then I watched it and I was like, "This, this is drivel. Like, this is <laughs> awful. Why did I like it? And why did my parents? But then I think about my parents, and they were always like, they wanted to like kill themselves while we were watching these shows. <laughs> and like now I get it. Now yeah, I get yeah. it. It makes perfect sense. They're awful. So that's kind of how I felt about Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I'm excited and nervous at the same time to watch some next week. I'm most I'm mostly excited. I think they're ghost stories where they're strong suit. They're real spooky. This was we're gonna we're gonna find out. We are gonna find out, guys. Speaking of that, send us your favorite Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. Yeah. We might even I don't know. I don't know how we'll do this. <laughs> We might pick some. We might pick some if you know what you're talking about. Um, if you don't, just <laughs> don't submit it because I don't want to watch something bad. If somebody submits some shit from like 2002, I'll lose my shit. Was it still on then? Dude, I don't have it in my notes in front of me, but I think it went up to 2001 or 2002. Wow. Can you believe that? All right. And then there's another show called like Spooky Stories. It's also on Amazon that followed it after. Yeah. Um, but guys, thank you so much for listening. We're sorry about the delay. We're, yeah. we're super sorry. Things have just been so busy with life. Uh, hopefully it won't happen again. We're this summer. We're going to take some time and record some secret apps. It's not secret. I don't know why I use that term. We're going to tape some extra episodes that way whenever we can't get in or if there's an issue, we'll, we'll have a backup to put in there. And uh, like Sean said, we're not editing this, and I'm uh, fighting a cold. So if you hear me sniffing or mouth breathing like a troglodyte, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going to be a great episode. I think the next episode. I think I'm pretty excited for it, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, not going off my notes today. So what do we have to say? Uh, we want to thank uh, Harley Poe. Yeah, yeah, for allowing us to use the song Gorehound off Pagan Holiday. Uh, you can find them at harleypoe.com or facebook.com slash harleypoe. Follow us on Twitter. Yep. Uh, at I Hate Horror Show. Yep. <laughs> at, at Jovi421. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Uh, we got, rate, uh, subscribe. Rate, subscribe on yeah, iTunes. Yeah. Damn. This is because Joe has to listen to it. Sit here <laughs> and listen to me do this every week. So he's like, he knows it better than I do. I'm reading <laughs> off a screen and he's listening. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes at Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's about it. Oh, we have a Tumblr page and a Facebook and page. And a Facebook page. Facebook.com yeah. slash I hate horror. It's about I it. I hate horror.tumblr.com. Yeah. And send us, uh, guys, send us some movies you want us to talk about too. On Twitter, on Tumblr, on my email, Sean at I hate horror at I hate horror.com. Uh, just send us some ideas because yeah. we've got, we're actually going to be doing one this summer. Um, a user submitted to us. I forget his name, but I'll give him a props when we do it. But it's called Death Nurse. Death Nurse sounds awful. <laughs> and he admittedly says it is the worst, but it's great. 
Wait. Oh, wait, no. That's, what's it called? Deathbed? <laughs> no. So it's about a bed that kills you? Damn it. We'll, we'll, do, do, a, we'll do a double feature. Double feature, a nurse in a bed. Have you seen Zombievers yet? No. We should probably that's do all, that. That's up on Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah, it just got put up. Maybe we'll do that this summer. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you soon. Thank you. Adios.